Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the life of Riley. I am recording for the last time here in my apartment with my roommate, Kylie. We are so sad to be leaving, but new and exciting things are happening. Kylie accepted a job in Plano, Texas, so she will be moving next week, and I move at the end of this week. I'm moving into a new place all by myself, and she will be moving to a new state, with a new job and new adventures awaiting her. So I'm really excited for her. But of course, I'm going to miss her so, so much. It's been kind of an emotional week. Um, I'm sad. Kylie's like my sister. She is just the person that I love so much and the person that I see every day. And it's going to be really hard not to have her here. I am going to miss seeing her every day and talking to her every day and telling jokes and telling stories and talking about what we did that day and our favorite moments and our least favorite moments and everything in between. I'm going to miss going and watching the sunset with her when it's so beautiful outside and we can just drive a mile down the road and watch a beautiful sunset together and I'm going to miss cooking together and I'm going to miss watching movies together and going on walks together and going grocery shopping together. It's it's going to be a real transition for the both of us, but I couldn't be more excited for her and I couldn't be more proud of her. So I love you so much, Kai, and I'm so grateful for you. This past year, being your roommate has truly been one of the most transformative experiences of my whole life. And um, I love you and I'm going to miss you so much, but Texas is lucky to have you and I can't wait to visit. So Without further ado, we're going to get into today's episode because it's a really, really good one. Um, My friend Laura Jo Bentley joins us and we talk about everything girl stuff. We talk about periods, we talk about birth control, we talk about diva cups and tampons and waxing and all that good stuff. So if you're interested in hearing about any of that, um, then stay tuned because... This is such a funny episode. I had so much fun recording this with Laura Joe, and you're really going to enjoy it. So thank you so much, and I will see you on the other side of this episode. I love you so much, and enjoy The Life of Riley. Are we live? We're live. Is this it? <laughs> I'm oh Laura my Joe. God. Hi, Riley. <laughs> this is really exciting. I think I sound annoying. No, you don't. <laughs> Laura Jo Bentley, you're on the podcast. I am. Your name sounds like a celebrity. Laura Jo Bentley, who has that name? I do. That's crazy. Thank you. I I do like my name. I'm gonna be kind of sad when I get married and I have to change my last name. Don't don't change it. But like, you know what? I won't. But like, if I got like, you know what? I'm breaking up with my boyfriend right now. Listen up, Brandon. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm obsessed with him. But like if I ever got like a PhD or like became a professor, I would use my my last name. Oh, yeah. Like Professor Bentley, Dr. Bentley. Dr. Bentley. Come on now. That's crazy. Come on now. When I was little, I really wanted to be a lawyer so I could be Laura the lawyer. (gasps) Laura the lawyer. Bentley. Lawyer Bentley. Yeah. Bentley the lawyer. Yeah. Laura the lawyer. Yeah. Laura Joe lawyer. Bentley Law. (laughs) Bentley Law and Associates. Isn't that? See, that's so good. But then I was like, no. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I don't I like with the babies. Yeah, I yeah. went to work with the kiddos. Kitties. Yeah, you're good at it. The little babies. The babes. Wow. Them. Well, I'm really excited. Okay, so we can we're gonna talk about a lot of things today. Yeah. I guess I'm gonna give a quick disclaimer <laughs> before we get started. Um, if you're not interested in like yeah. women stuff, don't don't even listen to yeah. this. Go you don't hop have off. To. You don't have to listen to this. Mm-mm. Um, or if like you're, well, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Even if you're young. Or like I a got man. my period early. You did? Yeah. Like this I week? think I was like 12. No, oh. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are you feeling? <laughs> Me. Do you have cramp a lamp? Like what's, what's going on? For no reason. No. I'm just like, I sort of period. Oh my God. That, that was funny. <laughs> this week if you want i don't know <laughs> give oh, the people okay. what they want to hear yeah. i had an egg for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's funny oh no, no I, was... I got mine around 12 too oh, okay good let's let's swap stories we're mature women yeah 
We're super mature. <laughs> we're so mature. No, I just meant, I was going to say if you're really young, but I don't think young people listen to this anyway. No. But even if you are young, you might already have your period. You know what, though? What? It, because I'm a child psychology major, yeah. here's a fun fact for you. Say it. So eight years old is the recommended age to start talking about sex and periods and all that kind of stuff. Ooh. Because like when I was growing up, like in second grade, people were talking about that. So That's it's true. better that you give them the information early. Like even like I know Brandon's mom talked to her daughter yeah. at like four. That's smart. Because yeah. – you don't want people giving them the wrong information. Mm-hmm. And you're also laying the line of like, hey, we can talk about this. Yeah. This is normal. This is fine. Sex is normal. Periods are normal. Like mm-hmm. your body is normal. Yeah. I didn't get that growing up. So yeah. like when my period came, I was like, what like is I'm, this? I'm on my own. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I had no idea. I feel like a lot of people probably were like on their own. My yeah. mom was super. My mom was also with me. I like started my period. On the first day of school, like on picture day. Aww, but my mom was there. Day. Oh, picture day. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing white shorts. But my mom oh, was no. there because she was like volunteering or whatever. Oh, okay. So we like, she took me home. And um, my mom, oh. shout out. She was like not about the pad life. Really? She li- because she was like. <laughs> it's gonna make her sound like kind of a tough one but like she was like I don't want you to have an excuse to like not like I was on the swim team and stuff oh yeah and she's yeah, like yeah. I don't want you to have an excuse to like not go full out all the time yeah so she's like pop that puppy in yeah and go live get her up normally. there yeah yeah because she was like I don't want you to be like immobilized yeah because just because your of your period and no yeah. one should ever feel that way exactly I 100% was a pad kid. Yeah. Until kid. I was a pad kid. Yeah. Until I started getting sexually active. I didn't even know what Wait, was going on. Wait, so a while. On. Yeah. A long while. Until I was like, and- well, to be honest, like yeah. 15. Okay. Okay. That's a good, well, that's a <laughs> yeah, good, that's but a not, good, not crazy. That's a couple but like, years. you know, fun stuff yeah. in the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I didn't know like anything about myself yeah. down there. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about my body. My parents didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I never got a sex talk. Mm, and I went, really? yeah. And I went to a private Christian school growing up. Oh. So I. In the dark. Literally had no idea. And yeah. then when I got to high school. My health class was on. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, you can't see this, but Riley's filled water. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Missed my mouth. Anyways, <laughs> I do that at work all the time. Like my Leo is covered in food every day. Do <laughs> I get like ketchup and stuff on my bloomers? Oh my gosh, yeah. And like I'm I don't even use so a napkin. Oh I wipe my hand on my too. bloomers. Me too. I use a napkin either. <laughs> Like, but I see other people do it, so then I don't feel bad. <laughs> like, it. it's okay. That's the shirt. I do it as well. Okay. I feel better. Okay. Good, good. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah. Rewind. 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 So, oh, yeah. So, I went, when I went to high school and mm-hmm. we had to take, like, like a sex health class, mm-hmm. it was optional to do it online. Oh. So, I did it online. And, obviously, I would sit there, like, be on my phone or whatever, like, right, my little yeah. flip phone. Right. And not really be paying attention. Yeah. So, I knew nothing about my body wow. at all. So... At 12 years old, oh gosh, this is awful. It was it was the day before I left for no, it was the day I went to summer camp. Oh no! I woke up, changed out of my jammies, and was like, something's going on. No, don't you tell me, and I don't know what it is. So I had to go to summer camp and like did the toilet paper thing no, on my chonies. No. You know what I mean? And, then it and like because it pills. Yeah, no. yeah. And so I had to go the whole week, and I didn't know what was going on. And then I'm at summer camp, and I'm 12, and I'm like trying to impress these boys. No, and then I like feel really weird but it wasn't like a lot you know what I mean the first period's always like very calm and like honestly a common misconception I think is that people think that you lose a lot more blood than you do yes it looks like a lot more than it is yes it's not that much right no because after having a diva cup I'm like wow that's not a lot Oh, yeah, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But compared to, like, tampons where I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm changing my tampon every hour. Like, yes. what is wrong with me? I'm yes. losing all this blood from my body and it's crazy. Yes. No, it's actually, like, not that much. Wow. Which is incredible. Yeah. And I think, like, until I became, like, more sexually active is when my body, like, really started to have, like, full grown-up periods. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. when I was little, like, I didn't have any cramps. Oh, that's I really nice. I didn't have cramps until I, like, got on the pill, I think. And that's when I was, like, 17, 18. Intensifies it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And my body was, like, what is going on? Like, yeah. And it was rushed with hormones. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's when I really started to learn about my body was when I was, like, 17. Uh-huh. I became sexually active with, like, my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. And I was, like, 
I don't want to get pregnant. I'm really yeah. scared. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about sex. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really either too mm-hmm. much. And I mean, he's a boy. So like, you know, I feel like with like lady kind of stuff, they don't really pay attention no. to that. They're more focused on like, okay, I need to get a condom. Like, yes. what else do I need to do for yeah. myself? It's like, like a one-step process. It's like they yeah. get a condom and then like, it's pretty much fine. You and then to- I'm over here like, mom, yeah. there's so much more that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at all these options. You have yeah. like 16 brochures. They're just yeah. like, <laughs> So the first time actually I went to Planned Parenthood to get birth control, yeah. they were like, we're going to need you to pee in this cup. And I got so scared that I left. No. Yeah, because I was like, why am I peeing in a cup? Like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm scared of something Lord wrong. God. Yeah, so then I, the next time I went, I brought my boyfriend. I was like, I'm really scared. He's yeah. like, you're fine. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yes. Very supportive, like, mm-hmm. especially at 17 when we're yeah. doing these grown-up things that, like, you know, right. we're not no, ready for. Totally. You know, but, like, we're growing up. So yeah. it's just all a part of the journey. Mm-hmm. So... We get to Planned Parenthood, and I pee in the cup, and I'm like, oh, my God, I did it. Like, yeah. I'm a freaking superhero. And so yeah. <laughs> like, no big deal, but I did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without telling my parents. Like, my parents had no idea either. They had no clue. But my mom and dad were very much like, I would stay out until midnight on school nights, and Stop. they wouldn't text me. What? I had no curfew. No way. I got grounded once when I was eight. And I couldn't go swimming for that day. Stop. Like, I had no I discipline at wow. all. Wow. Yeah, at you all. You turned out, like, <laughs> you are so self-disciplined. That's crazy. Thank you. Yeah. That's me, impressive. My brother and I both, like, and my my boyfriend, when he met my brother this weekend, was like, I don't know how you guys turned out the way you did. Yeah. Because of, like, how you were raised. Like, right. don't get it. Don't get me wrong. Like, my parents are great. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just did not talk about anything at all and me and my mom aren't close Mm -hmm. me and my dad are closer but my dad's even more like he doesn't really talk about emotional stuff until recently is when he's really opened up to me about everything and I'm like his baby therapist yeah yeah. Um, (laughs) that's cute (laughs) but yeah so when I was at Planned Parenthood I went into the office and I was like talking to the lady and I was like I don't know anything about birth control yeah can you explain all these different options to me what is my safest bet Mm -hmm. she's like talk to me about the IUD and like mm. the thing in the arm mm-hmm. and like all this other kind of stuff and then she's like the pill is the easiest it has like the highest percentage of like safety wise yep. and she's like but you should also use a condom right. which like of course I did yes without a doubt right. because I've known people like that I've just grown up like meeting and talking to where they've like not used a condom and been on birth control and either it's fine or yeah something yeah. happens and you're like oh gosh yeah. you know what I mean yeah so I was like, of course we're going to use a condom, right. blah, blah, blah. But then like without over the course of like me being on birth control, like I got super depressed. I gained a bunch of weight. Really? Yes. Oh my God. Oh so yeah. Small. When I hired in at Disney is right at, right before I got off the pill. Yeah. I was like way heavier than really? I am now. Yes. Yes, and I still am so not down to, to where I was. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And you're like, so yellow. <laughs> you're such a yellow girl. Thank you. But yeah, like, and it was just bringing down my self esteem so much. Totally. Yeah. And I am very much a person where like I am constantly like comparing myself mm-hmm. and like overanalyzing everything. Mm-hmm. And like, my mom was a perfectionist growing up, so like I kind of had that mindset as well of like. Yeah you know, you need to be healthy, you need to be working out. And, like, I know when I go a week without eating healthy or working out, like, I can see it in my body. Yep. And so within that time of me being on the pill, I was eating healthy and working out all the time. Yeah. Granted, it's also when I did start drinking. Mm-hmm. That's, that is so that's a big factor. factor in weight. Big, yeah, big factor. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, my boobs went from a size A to a size C and yes. my butt was like gigantic so yeah. <laughs> it was like real cute it was, but like, it was real really big it was crazy because I was like super hot but also like not that confident <laughs> but about I was like it. oh yeah. my god what's going on yeah so it was like a really weird time and yeah. like it was so hard to go through at that age and I had no one to talk to about it mm-hmm. and it was awful mm-hmm so that's kind of like when I got to Disney, I was like, I'm I'm a very open person too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I will I answer. You. Thank you. I will answer like any question anyone has ever. It's fine to talk about this kind of stuff. Like, it is. you should be able to talk about this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. then I got off the pill and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have my partner use a condom, mm-hmm. pull out every single time. Yep. But if I'm not emotionally prepared to be in that state, like I shouldn't be as sexually active it, in my own mind. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. 
because <clears throat> that's the risk you're taking. I I agree. And like I think that it's like such a true thing. It sounds so cliche, but it's like if you're not able to talk about it and like yeah. think about it and make these choices, like yeah. It shouldn't be happening anyway. Yeah, like, are you really ready? Yeah. And are you ready to have a conversation with your partner? Yes. Of, hey, you need to use a condom. Yep. You need to pull out. Yep. I need to see you put on the condom yep. so I can see if there's any, like, holes, holes. or anything. And, like, to this day, I've been fine. Mm-hmm. So no birth control for right. this girl. Yep. I That's just, good. I'm just very, like, my body growing up, like, I never took medicine. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. I maybe took baby aspirin. Yeah. Like, and my mom would mush it up and put in yogurt because I just could not take pills. Yeah. So my body is very sensitive to everything. I think that, like, when you get your period at that age, first of all, there's so many weird things going on mm-hmm. with your body to begin mm-hmm. with. You're also at, like the most uncomfortable age yep. of like asking what is going on yes that there's just like no information and then as you get older like with birth control i've been on birth control for um uh like 10 years now really just because my periods were just really heavy and really long mm. and it i was like really like on the cheer team and stuff and like really active yeah. and yeah it just like wasn't conducive to my lifestyle yeah and my doctor i remember him saying like there is no medical reason for you to have a period unless you're trying to have children yeah so like let's put you on birth control so i was Help on the pill out. for a while it made me really sick and then mm. i got on depo provera which is like Ooh. the injection oh okay and i was okay. on that for like a couple years mm-hmm. and then um that is linked to like loss of bone density if you use it for extended periods of time although they say now that the research is like showing that that's not true but at the time I got on it there Mm -hmm. was like a time limit so Mm -hmm. I hit the time limit now I have the implant oh okay like the next one on implant yeah yeah, I legit have not had a period in years like I have not really I've not bled in years I haven't bought tampons in years oh my gosh last time I had a period wow um but it's one of those things where it's like sometimes I go back and forth of like do I really need this because yeah I presently do not need birth control for birth control's sake at the moment. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. it's really just for period control. But mm-hmm. then it's like, is that really worth it? Or should I just like be letting my body like kind of Run naturally its natural do course. its thing? Yeah. Because I mean, I know birth control is safe. Like I, I trust my doctor. But yeah. like that is some powerful stuff yes. to prevent you from bleeding like, doing what your body naturally does for years that's yeah. what that's what i yeah i like this i'm a very naturalistic yes. person like yes. that's just my point of view yeah. and if you have a different point of view like cool. that is totally fine yeah. with me i'm a thick ass bitch you know yeah like i won't challenge you on but you know what i mean no, like totally. i completely think that everyone should have a period yeah your body was intended to have a period it and was. like you should just let it flow. Mm-hmm. I think that I understand when people skip their periods on birth control or it's lightened. Yes. But the fact that it, like, stops, like, mm-hmm. that kind of, like, scares me in a little bit. But then it's like, yeah, your doctor says that. Yeah. And, and like, way back in the day, they didn't have any birth control. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the pilgrim ages. Yeah, no. And no they were control. fine. Yep. But we are blessed nowadays to live in that kind of age where, like, you can have that option. It's true. And I think if doctors are telling you that, but it's hard too because I think that kind of amount of birth control is more recent and there hasn't been too many studies of like long-term t- effects till the end. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. But That's something I think happened. about with like birth control. So like, for example, I don't want children uh, pretty much ever, but definitely not anytime soon. Yeah. And with the birth control I'm on, it takes about a year for you to even really to be To like regulate again. back. Yeah. yeah. So like if you wanted to have children- <clears throat> You have to get off birth control a year before you yeah. even want to start trying yeah. in order for your hormones to regulate again for yeah. you to be fertile. Anyways, okay, well, that's good. I know a lot of girls have been talking about getting off birth control recently. Yeah, a lot of people, especially that we work with, yeah. have been. I think it's I think it's also like we're entering more into a naturalistic, organic yeah, era. I agree. Especially living in SoCal. Yeah, like, I agree. Everybody is like, go green, be your natural self. Totally. Like yeah. people are letting body hair grow and like yes. just be like their natural forms of self. Yeah. I think it's also like we're also in a very heightened stage of mental health Mm -hmm. so people are realizing like maybe all these hormones in my body are making me a little bit sad or feel a certain way Mm -hmm. and I would like to not feel that way anymore Mm -hmm. I know personally like my journey my birth control like was not helping me at all I had other stuff going on of course within my life of like being 18 and right partying yes doing all that and having a normal life but like I think People are becoming more self-aware and trying to 
aid in that yeah totally. in any way that they can naturally yeah so like without going on antidepressants figuring out what pills they're taking and what it's doing to them mentally and mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. but I also think that there is a certain time when you do need birth control and I think that yeah everybody everybody's bodies yeah are everybody different. body yeah, yeah everybody yeah. in the club yeah. have it, different bodies <laughs> Everybody in the club take the birth control if you want. No, that's your choice. Yeah, it's your choice. Whatever you Depending. want. Depending. Depending on your mental state and how it affects yeah. your body, like, please make a good choice for yourself. This is up to you. We're not to say yeah. this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I But I think it's really cool. I think that not too many people have done that in the past of mm-hmm. being like, am I okay? Let's check in with myself. What do I actually need? Instead of just listening to a doctor and taking it. That's true. Yeah, like I know people who have been put on like anti-depression meds and they didn't like them. Mm-hmm. So they got off of them because yeah. there were crazy side effects. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to do whatever is best for your body. Like yeah. me, I would never go back on birth control again. Yeah. But you, like you might stay on birth control right. for a, an even longer period of time. And mm-hmm. I think that it, it's a hard decision. Yeah. It's hard. I don't think that there's enough research out there. I don't think that we talk about it enough, like, in general. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, it's that thing when comedians always joke about it, like, female comedians, of, like, does anyone have a tampon? Oh, yeah. Yes. Can I have a tampon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like my period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people are ashamed to talk about their bodies, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, why, though? Yeah. We all have it. Yeah. We all have sex. Yep. We all have bodies. Yep. All females have it's some how you sort got of here. menstrual cycle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, you would not be here without your mom having a menstrual cycle and you, your mom and dad, like, having sex. Getting it down. Getting it. Getting, getting the booty it. time. Yep. Getting booty, it booty. <laughs> Getting the booty booty. Yeah. No, it's true. You know? It's really true. What do you think about, like, just kind of, like, not even devil's advocate, but just, like, the other thing? Like, mm-hmm. what, what part of, like, I totally understand not wanting to be on birth control. I'm also not a huge medicine person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I have a rod in my arm that <laughs> secretes hormones. <laughs> but but I, I'm not a huge medicine person. Yeah. But, like, what about those people who are young and are sexually active mm-hmm. and might be risking getting pregnant without birth control? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, lesser of two evils yeah. may sometimes be, like, not getting pregnant. Do yeah. You know what I mean? No, I totally feel you. And I, that's. Especially if you're not responsible enough, like you are. Yeah. But that's, that's where I was at yeah, 18. Sure. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I think it all starts at home mm-hmm. with your parents. Mm-hmm. I think that if your parents raised you to talk to them about all of your options, mm-hmm. then you would feel comfortable being like, hey, mom, me and Billy over here are going to have sex for the first time. Like, yeah. what should I do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my best friend, when she got married, her and her husband, like, saved themselves from marriage. And she was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do birth control-wise. So mm-hmm. she got on the pill. And I think that having that open communication with someone, you know what I mean? Because – It's true. Then you could go to your actual doctor and talk about options mm-hmm. of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're like me and you're like, I don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. There might be – you might talk to your friends. Yeah. And see what their experiences are. Like, mm-hmm. because I know – at least within a school of like 50 people like in your class yeah. there's got to be a few close girlfriends you have and it's likely that some of them are on birth control or have been sexually active for sure now do i think listening to advice from like a 17 year old is the best like not all the time not all the time but it's smart to develop your own point of view mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people don't do that when i was 17 i sure didn't i yeah. just went to birth planned parenthood because oh, yeah. that's what I thought you did, like, as seen on MTV. I was like, I guess that's what I do. Yeah. You know? So I think that there's a lot of options, and I think that it's important that they talk to their partner, too. Yeah. And having the conversation. And it's like we said earlier, it's like, if you're not ready to have that conversation, like, are you ready to be sexually active? Because it's also, when you have sex with someone, like, you're connecting on a whole other level. Yes, there's like literal hormones that are being released yes. and oxytocin yes. that connects you to that person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and like, real. I think like a lot of people in high school are just like, oh yeah, like sex, like let's just yeah. do it. But if you're trying to be smart about it, like love the person or like be really close with them and yeah. be able to have that conversation. Totally. You know what I mean? And it's also like not worth it if you're not at that level with no, the person. No, no. Like it's at never going to be all. worth it if you're not 
yeah on a deep enough level to be able to have that conversation yeah that's just such a good benchmark yeah and to be honest like there's so many things before sex yeah that you can do absolutely to get you to that like kind of level of pleasure and happiness with your partner and I I personally think if they're not willing to like do that with you and like explore options before before just going yeah yeah that's so to home run like then is it worth it Mm -hmm. like if it's just some high school guy in your class who yeah he's hot and yeah he gives you a lot of attention and Mm -hmm. he flirts with you like but is it worth it to you yeah and I think that a lot of people don't think about that and I definitely like I tried to save myself from marriage right before sure you know but I the first time I had sex I was 17 Mm -hmm. and it was with a guy who I dated for like two three years and was like really awesome and like the first time after I had sex like I cried because I was so scared yeah and he he like held me and was so nice and supportive and I think that that's important as well I think that that's really I think communication is so key and if you're scared like you can talk to your doctor too don't go to somewhere like Planned Parenthood where they don't know your body as well as your doctor would yeah that's so true you know so true and if your doctor is giving you weird advice and you feel weird take the advice that they give you and then go to Planned Parenthood where you can talk to more professionals Mm -hmm. and then go to your parents Mm -hmm. you know what I mean or someone who is more mature and that yeah you trust with that kind of thing because that's hard in your opinion what's like a good way for parents to approach the topic I think that I mean, A, I would love for parents to start at a young age. Yeah. I think that we, especially in America, because like being born in England, like we used to run around our backyard oh, yeah. naked. Laura <laughs> Joe was born in England, you guys. No, we would imagine that. It's yeah, super so cool. It's so cool. But I, I moved here when I was four. Yeah. So, but like we used to run around the backyard naked uh-huh. and like kids like when you're 16 will have a beer with your parents like and on television like they show stuff and Mm -hmm. I think that it all starts with having this open communication Mm -hmm. and I think that starting younger as weird as like that's gonna sound really controversial to some people because they're like Laura Jo why would you start talking to your kid at like six or seven about sex Mm -hmm. it's to build that trust Mm -hmm. and openness because then by the time they get to 12 you're not they're not in that awkward stage Mm -hmm. and they already know that if they have questions they can come and talk to you Mm-hmm. And I think that if you if you're someone who has a child and they're already 12 and you're like, well, I haven't done this, so like, what do I do? Yeah, I think just sitting down and having an honest conversation and mm-hmm. being like, some of these topics might make you uncomfortable. Yeah. You might be wondering why I'm getting to this, but mm-hmm. you will understand as you get older and you go through these changes, mm-hmm. and you need to know that I'm there to support you. You know, yeah. like my my boyfriend's mom when her daughter got her first period Mm -hmm. she made her a box with like like chocolate and like facial masks zit cream like everything that she would need and wrote her a letter of like you are a beautiful beautiful girl Mm -hmm. and like you're becoming a woman and I'm so proud of you yeah Yeah. like I think that's amazing but she also like started talking to her at a very young age about Mm -hmm. everything and Mm -hmm. they have a very open open household which I love like my house was not that right so I think it's it's coming at it in a safe area, a trusting area, mm-hmm. and explaining like this might not make sense and you might feel kind of weird because I'm your mom. Yeah. But I'm your friend too. Uh-huh. And I'm just building a good future for you mm-hmm. within this so that you and can I understand feel like it. You're no one's going to love you tradition not traditionally usually no one's going to love you more than your parents do yeah. and no one's going to have your best interest at heart more than your yeah. parents do so like Better to hear from your mom or your dad, like, mm-hmm. how to deal with your period than a random person. Yes, yes. especially, like, a classmate who yeah. might not even know and just Googled it. Yeah. Please don't Google it. No, like, don't Google it. Talk to someone who's been through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't totally. go on WebMD. Don't be looking up mm-hmm. these don't things on do, WebMD. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself now. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I feel like I mean? someone, my mom and dad but specifically my mom has always they're really open about everything and they talk about everything and I think that for me it just worked in my family the way I was raised like I feel like you know that old saying it's not really a saying but like if you don't make it a big like the more like secretive you make it the Mm -hmm. more you want it and like Mm -hmm. the more like you may not do that the more you want to do it it kind of like my parents did the opposite of that and it worked I guess quote unquote for me where like my parents were always like as long as you're prepared with the knowledge, 
sex isn't a big deal. Yeah. Periods are not a big deal. Like it's all. And so I never, it never felt like a forbidden fruit. So I just was never like, my mom was always just like, literally, I remember on picture day when I got my period, she was like, cool, great. Okay. So here it is. We've talked about this. Yeah. Here's the tools you need. Let's get back to class. Yeah. She didn't make it a big deal. Yes. So I didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. Like she was like, this is good. This yeah. is fine. You're a woman. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything like sexual talks. Like my mom was always just like, cool. Well, it's natural. So if yeah. you want to do this, here's how you do it. If you don't, fine. Like it yeah. was never a big thing. So mm-hmm. it just never felt like, I don't know. It really worked. Like that style or whatever really worked for yeah. me because it was just so open. I was just like, hmm, you already told me all about it. So I don't need to explore it just for the sake of exploring it. Yeah. I can explore it if I have a desire to yes. do these things. Yes. But I don't need to just go like find out more information because she told me everything. Yeah. Essentially. Exactly. And I, see, I had none of that. Yeah. So, yeah. and I was like, when I went to Planned Parenthood, like I said, like I was like crying. Like I was so, I wouldn't even be in a cup. Like, yeah, what yeah, the heck? Yeah. No, I couldn't I even yeah. be in a cup because I was so terrified. Yeah, yeah. Because my parents were like, they didn't even say anything. Yeah. Anything. That's hard. About anything. And like drinking, drugs, yeah. sex, like none of it was talked about in my mm-hmm. house. Like if I would have known that drinking makes you like it adds to weight gain. Yep. It's not good for your skin. Nope. It's not good for your mental health nope. if you're drinking excessively. Totally. Oh my gosh. My senior year of high school would have been way yeah. different. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a real thing. And I gave into peer pressure that year. Mm-hmm. I was like... My friends are drinking, like, my friends yeah. do this, like, they want to go to parties, I'll go to parties, mm-hmm. you know? I was still true to myself and would, like, we'd go to a party and be drunk and I'd be like, guys, we should go because what yeah. if the police come? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. But, like, it's because it was the forbidden fruit. My parents were not, not that they were, my parents are cool, but they were not, like, chill about alcohol or drugs. Mm. Like, that was, like, the one thing that they were, like, you will not do it. Yeah. And like, that's cool. Yeah. And like, that's just it. And obviously now yeah. I drink and they know it. And even going yeah. off to college, not being 21, like they knew or whatever. My yeah. brother and I both went off to school. So like they knew, but that was like the one thing that they were like, my, I never saw my parents drink growing up. Like really? I never, they didn't do anything. And mm-hmm. also both of my parents, they're, my dad works for the government and both my parents, like they had government jobs oh, before. And so my dad was always really big on like, don't do drugs because it will rule you out of a job yes. that you might want. You might not. Yeah. And like, that's cool. Whatever. But like, he's like, if you, you don't want to take it off the table because like exactly. you were stupid and decided to like do something that's not worth it. Exactly. So that was like us growing up. And my brother is an officer in the Navy. So like wow. he ended up doing the government job too. Not Dang. me. <laughs> Here I am on my living room floor <laughs> podcasting for no money. <laughs> Nick and I'm really proud. But having a good time. But having a good time. <laughs> and drinking alcohol. So, you know. Things are going well for me. It's fine. But yeah, that was like the one thing that they like, they were not, we didn't talk about that. I mean, we talked about it openly, but like definitely not in like a, my mom was not the person that's like, all the kids can come to my house and drink. <laughs> no, bitch. She's like, yeah. not at all. Like, oh my God. Like, no. <laughs> You're like, no way, Jose. Yeah. Like, no way in heck and bum. You're not going to get away with that in my house. Yeah. Not See, my, my dad, my dad would have a beer every now and then. Yeah. Yes. But my mom was an alcoholic. Oh, so, so this is like a personal thing for you. Yeah, so yeah. this is more like I saw that and I was like, that's scary. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what. I, but the thing is, is, we didn't even talk about that. There's just like so much that like I did not understand. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? So how when old it, were you when you became like cognizant of the fact that, that she your was. mom was an alcoholic? Probably when I was like six oh well we went so we went to i'm just gonna get really deep baby yeah no so so yeah of course yeah so we went to a wedding and it was my uncle's wedding the first time he got married Mm -hmm. and i remember my mom took me on the dance floor Mm -hmm. when she wasn't supposed to like they were doing like the couple dance and then my mom was like let's dance too and then my grandpa got mad at her Uh and then he drove my mom home but I went home too yeah and so she was like falling over on me like in the car and so then I was like I think this is alcohol related and I think I always heard the word alcohol Mm -hmm. so honestly like I had no desire to drink Mm. until I got to senior year of high school and it was literally only because my friends were doing it yeah and it was because I was dating a guy who I thought was like super duper cool and like 
thought that in order to impress him, like, I should, I should do that too. And also, like, I'm a senior in high school. Like, I should do that anyways. Mm -hmm. So I just, we just didn't talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But I definitely have the stories of, like, you know, coming home and my mom's drunk or, like, or, like, I used to do community theater and she would be helping out backstage and be drunk. And I'm, like, yeah, yeah. And so that was even harder because, like, I felt like I couldn't connect with her on that level, too. Yeah. And so that's why. one more barrier. Yeah. So that's why there was, like, no conversations ever. And it was really difficult for me to, like, understand why she. Of course, I'm, like, little. So I don't understand how addiction works and how it's, it's, like, really a mental thing that she's dealing with like Like, a true disease yeah like that's hard Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that's a disorder that you just you have no control over but as a child like I didn't understand that and I thought it was my mom being selfish yeah like why is she picking that yes which is selfish of me to think but it's not selfish of you that's it is not selfish of you to think (laughs) at all I mean it's it's I mean, I guess, yeah, it's like I'm a kid. I, You're a kid. I don't understand. Well, and also, I don't know anything about addiction, but it's like, that is, it is, once you succumb, once addiction is a problem, oh my gosh. like, you it's are. It's with you for forever. It, it has a hold on you. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, and I think it's sometimes unfair when people put parents, especially parents, um, parents who struggle with addiction, where it's like, oh, don't you want to choose your children? And it's yeah, like, of it's course like, she wants to choose yes, her children. every time. But every she, time she, she wants can't, to. she can't, yeah. you know? And she's yeah. struggling with this. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, it was hard. But so there was also that barrier of like, I feel like I can't talk to my mom. I don't know when I can talk to my mom. And then like my dad is just this English man who's like oh British man what part of England is your dad from are you from yeah so we're from Maidstone it's in the county (laughs) Riley's like cheesing so hard it's in the it's in the county of Kent it's in the county of Kent so it's like an hour north of London um is that why you're so good at Australian accents (laughs) did you have a little accent yeah so I actually moved here and had an accent me and my brother yeah our first year here but then because like we went to school and we're surrounded by like American kiddos we don't have it anymore but like when I go to England I'll pick up on it yeah. sometimes like subtly just because it's in like my blood and my right. whole family over there um and then like I do say like British phrases like wellies and you know all that Stop. kind of stuff like That's so cute. <laughs> and your dad obviously has an accent yeah wow. yeah and it's weird because if I don't talk to my dad for a while like I miss I miss hearing it. Yeah. Which is kind of, oh, you know, so it's like so weird to say. That's so cute. But it's actually like, I like grew up doing weird voices and stuff. I think that's it's just so like funny. who I was. You're like so good at accents. <laughs> I can like kind of do a British, but I like go in and out of like, um, like Cockney British and mm-hmm. then like more like, I don't know what you would call it. Like, like Polish, proper. Polish, proper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polish. <laughs> like super <Fancy>. bougie. <laughs> Just a fancy dancer girl. <laughs> but yeah, like I think every time I hear you do your Australian, like Australian oh my is gosh. so hard. The only Thank thing you. I can say is ocean. Ocean. Are you going to go to the ocean for a day? The ocean for a day? Like yeah. I can't do it when you do it. It's so good. It's because I binged Yummy Mummies. That's how I did it. <laughs> Have I told you about that mummy? show? No, what is it? It's it's an amazing TV show on Netflix. There's two seasons of it. And I, I binged it because it's so wonderful and awful at the same time yeah. it's these fabulous pregnant women oh my god who just oh, love brands yeah yummy mummies oh, they're like- the yummy mummies of yummy mummies yummy mummies of melbourne australia Stop. they have their own instagram account and so it's just them being fabulous and being pregnant and having babies and I, I just, Wait, stop. I oh, literally yummy. can't. I was thinking mummy like wrapped up, but no, mummy no, like mom, a, like mum, like a mommy, yeah, but yeah, in yeah. an accent. Yeah, <gasps> and so, so yummy mummies because they're hot, like they're super hot oh, and like stop. dressed really well. Oh my gosh, it's such good. Wait, dad that TV. sounds like amazing. It's, so it's like a Real Housewives, but only pregnant. Yes, yes, only pregnant. And then so it's the three best friends, the okay. yummy mummies, uh-huh. and then there's another woman in. Gosh, I don't remember where she's from, but she's like, oh my god, these like yummy mummies of Melbourne think they're like so fabulous but like I'm way better and my baby's only gonna wear Versace and when we come from the hospital we all got to wear our Burberry outfits Stop! yes oh my god oh my god if you want to do an Australian so good. if you want to do an Australian that accent just, so good. That was so good. just watch that show How, when Seriously. you said um fabu- fabulous do it again fabulous F- fabulous <laughs> fabulous I also so make the weirdest face you're like you're doing like the little mouth 
Like, I remember being at work a couple weeks ago, and I heard you talking in it, and I was, like, doing, like, a mimic thing. Like, I was staring at your face, and I was trying to mimic exactly what you were doing. Oh, my God. I felt my mouth. I almost became aware of my mouth, and it was, like... (laughs) It was, like, this little, like, little baby And I was, like, what am I doing? Fabulous. It's so funny that everyone at work knows that. and uh, But I'm so, so obnoxious funny. because I'll walk in the break room and be like, what's up, ladies? Yeah. How are we doing today? <laughs> How are we doing today? Yeah. I'm yeah. so obnoxious like God, that. That's so funny. Can you do Irish? Oh, you can do Scottish. Uh, I can do Scottish. Ooh. Irish is hard. It's it's like it's like up here. And you ha- I literally have to think of like. Isn't Scottish like really low? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when I do Scottish, it's like. It's like really low, and honestly, it kind of hurts my voice because oh, really? I like yeah because I get what's so, a like, word into in it. Scottish? <laughs> like what can I say? not a word not the language Ooh. but like what's like a really um, accent heavy word? Um, you know what, Caitlin Jackson Sullivan, shout out. Yes. she taught me that when you do Scottish, you have to make your mouth like an O, oh. so over the rainbow. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so good. But do you see how my mouth is like over the rainbow? Yeah, because it's all like right Ooh. here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Over yeah. the rainbow. Yeah. Bo. Yeah. Bo. 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 Yeah. Bo. <laughs> That's amazing. Whereas like Irish is like Irish is like right up here and it's very soft and buttery. You know that what I mean? That was so good. <laughs> what? Just the? call me a voice actor. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, you're really good at Scottish. Thank Over you. Over the rainbow. Bo? Yeah. Bo. Bo. Like just really. Bo. Bo. All of your O's are O. Oh mm-hmm. my. And can you roll your R's? No. Oh, that's no. a little bit. Arnar. Arnar. I can't. Arnar. I really, I really like it. And you know, you know what's funny? When I worked in Shanghai, yeah, they were like, "You have such a nice, like, sounding voice," and they used me for the Braille guide and no. for when you call Stop. and you make serious? a reservation. Yeah. So when you call, am I allowed to be talking to you right now? <laughs> Do you have a security team? Um, I'm actually really famous. Yeah. But, and so this is why you only got this one hour slot with me. Yes. And this is why you're podcasting because you're boy. Yes. This is embarrassing. No, but so when you call Shanghai Disney and Stop. you click. Zero for English. Yeah. It's my voice. No. And I have to say, I had to say, Are you I have still a magical voice? day. I don't know. I haven't called the number in a long time. Should <laughs> we call it? Should we? That'd be yeah. kind of funny. It's funny. They like change it the minute I leave. They're like, they're like, this girl doesn't work anymore. She's so annoying. We hate her Shanghai, voice. <laughs> Disney. So magical. Oh! Please press nine now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yep, yep. English, press two. <laughs> Presses two. Please hold. Your call will be connected to a cast member. To improve our service quality, this phone call may be recorded. Thank you for your patience. And have a magical day. <laughs> and have a magical day. Oh, my God. I just hung up because I don't actually want to be connected. Did you hear that? Laura Joe. That is Laura Joe's voice. I am embarrassed oh that I asked you to podcast with me. What an absolute buffoon I oh am. Oh, my gosh. Thinking that I'm going to show you the ropes. Get out of here. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That was your voice. <laughs> On the Shanghai Disneyland Resort Yeah, that's phone. crazy that it's still me. And I did the Braille Guide, too. So, like, if you're blind and you go to Shanghai, they give you, like, a headset and describing the park. And I hadn't even seen the park yet. And they were like, just picture it. And I was like, okay. Hey, can you say, <laughs> you'll be connected to a cast member. Have a magical day. You will be connected to a cast member. Have a magical day. Oh, my God. This is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> this is so funny. Stop. That is funny. You guys, that was literally calling Shanghai from my apartment, and it's Laura Joe's <laughs> voice. And I'm over here all the time being like, hey, what's up? It's me. <laughs> you walking in. And they're like, yes, up, ladies? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, it. Being obnoxious Stop. everywhere I go. I was just as obnoxious as Jay, guys. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. About, um, with periods about, like, products, like yes. tampons and pads and stuff. Yes. And the tampons. The, the tampons and the deeves. Um, <laughs> I recommend, I guess, I, I haven't had a period in six years. Here's my recommendation. 
I liked tampons when I used them. Mm-hmm. I liked pads at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like I would wear a pad, especially like for overflow, because mm. I would ruin. I ruined so many countless pairs Which of is pants the and underwear. Worst. Oh yeah, the it's worst. Bad. It's expensive. Yes. Yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. here's the thing. It's gonna ruin. Just so everyone understands, the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, it will get on something in order for you to realize. I mean, mm-hmm. rarely ever do you start it when you have nothing on. Yep. So, like, it's yep. always going to ruin something yep. at least a little bit. Yep. Because you're going to get it when you have something on 99% yes. of the time. Unless you get yes. it in the shower. Like I've never started my period in the shower. Yeah, no. Like, oh my it's gosh. always going to get <laughs> on something. such a blessing. Yeah, right? Like, it's always going to get on something because you're going <sighs> to need to start it and you're going to yeah. have something on. Yeah. So, like, we ruin... Sh- all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. It sucks. It sucks. And especially because girl underwear is so expensive. It is, yeah. I say chonies because I hate the word panties. No, I like chonies too. Oh, okay, good. I like chonies. I like panties. I don't actually, li- I don't mind the word panties, but at work, I call my underdressings panties to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> ah, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I go into costuming and I'm like, I need to put my panties on. <laughs> and I'll like grab like my tights and my bloomers and they're just like, Jesus Christ, Riley, what are you doing? <laughs> I. And I'm like, here are my panties. Oh my gosh. Day. I hate when I go to Victoria's Secret and I have that coupon for free. two for one panty. Yes, and they're like, "Can we help you find your panty?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> leave me alone. I don't need it." Uh, a oh, singular panty it. is almost worse than panties. Yes, like hands down. panties. You can almost say it without the t, mm-hmm. like panties, like p a n i e s. Yeah. But a panty, Ugh. you literally need to Ugh. say a t. You can't say a panty. I can't. Like a panty. Yeah. Oh, that's worse. I actually, it's so funny. I have a panty story. I went to Victoria's Secret with my mom many years ago. I was like mm-hmm. in middle school and we bought a bunch of underwear. Mm-hmm. And one of the pairs of underwear we bought, it says best ever in rhinestones, like on the garage. <laughs> and I didn't get it. I was like, what? My mom and I, neither of us really got it. And then like years later, I was like in college, still had the same underwear since like eighth grade. And I'm putting it on and it says like best ever in rhinestones. And I got it and I was like, oh my God. Not, not like what is this incredibly this? false advertising like oh let my me God. let me not give you the wrong impression here <laughs> but like oh my rhinestone that's best ever honestly a red thong i would a red thong panty i would get that for like a girlfriend at their bachelorette yeah, like it's so dramatic and mm-hmm. i just wore it like for yes years. yes so you wear a diva cup yes generally speaking yes I love it. What's a diva cup? Okay, so a diva cup, (laughs) it's a silicone little small cup that you Mm -hmm. suction Mm -hmm. to the inside of your uterus, Mm -hmm. cervix, Mm -hmm. like, you know, that whole area. Yeah, yeah. Um, So to get it in, you have to, like, fold it a little tiny bit. And there's tips online, like a YouTube video of, like, different ways to fold it to be comfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to really relax yourself. Okay. Because if otherwise you're, like, tightened up. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, get Get it it in and Mm -hmm. get it comfortable. So it secures inside because it's suction cup, so it's not going anywhere. Oh, I, I know. It, it, <laughs> it sounds, sounds painful. It, but it's not. You literally don't feel anything. Okay. And then, like, you, like, pull on the end a little bit to make sure it's, like, sh- suction cup. Yeah. And then you, like, put your finger on it to make sure there's no, like, bends or anything. Yeah. It is secure. You put that in in the morning. Stop. Riley's like, oh, my gosh. You- Wait, so that goes up. So you've really got to put your, like, finners up there. Yeah. Oh, my A little God. bit. Okay, yeah. Not like an extensive okay. amount, okay. but Up like, the wrist. you know what I mean? <laughs> but just like it touches your elbow a little bit. <laughs> but like, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, but yeah, so you have to like, you have to be really comfortable with your own body. Okay. Which sure. took me like a long yeah, time. To get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But once it's up there, like in the morning, you don't take it out until the very end of the day. That's so really nice. you even like my first day, it's super heavy flow. Yeah. Like when I get home from work at like seven or eight, yeah. I'll check it yeah. because usually by the time it's like full. But this thing is like tiny. It's like, it's maybe the size of like my fist. I picture it's it smaller. looking like a really elongated boob. Yeah, it is. Is that correct? It is. Yes, that is correct. Thing being like a little nipple. Like yeah, a little yeah, the little pull tab. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay. But it's really small. Okay. And I think that a lot of people don't understand how much like a vagina expands when you're relaxed. Yeah, that's in true. order for you to put right. that up there. Yeah. So I think like yes, you have to be a little bit comfortable with like touching yourself in that area. Yeah. But like it's just your body at the end of the day. You know when what I mean? When you say that you check it, mm-hmm. what do you? What does that mean? So I, you pull it out. Oh, and you look to see how full it is. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you, you can empty it. 
in your toilet. And you just, like, rinse it? Yeah. So my my Stuff for My Diva Cup is right before I start my period, I'll boil it in water. I get, like, this one pan that I only use for my Diva Cup. Yeah. I get clean water. Uh I boil it. Uh And then I boil my Diva Cup for, like, two, three minutes. Oh, to, like, sanitize it? Yeah, to really deeply sanitize it. Okay. And then I take my hand soap, which is, like, really soft, gentle, like, non-scented soap. And I clean it mm-hmm. with, like, really, really hot water. Mm-hmm. So that way it's just, like, really freaking sanitized. Yes, yes. And so then I'll put it in. At the end of the day, I empty it into my toilet. Uh-huh. I'll rinse it out. Okay. And then I'll probably wash it, like, two times. Okay. And then just put it back in. And then for the whole night, you don't have to have anything. I do wear a mm-hmm. liner the okay. first couple days. Especially if I'm, like, I don't know if this felt like it went in super well, but I'm in a rush. Got it. Sure. Because it's not, like... Even if there's a little bend in it, not everything is just going to come rushing out. Because it's still up there and it's still catching the blood that's going. Yeah. So this little tiny cup on like my first day will be full to the brim. Okay. All other days, it's like maybe half full. Wow. And you can do workouts with it, swimming, anything. I don't feel it in at all throughout the day. And my thing about tampons is like I don't have to buy tampons all the time. It's true. That is so expensive. They're not the best for the environment. They're like, not. I'm all about helping the environment as much as I can. Yeah. And it's easiest for me. I spend 30 bucks on one Diva Cup. Yeah. I have not bought any feminine products. And I buy the big pack of like the little liners. Okay. And that's good for half a year. Well, and also a like with a Diva Cup, I feel like with a tampon, like a Monday when <laughs> I used to wear them, I feel like when they would get really full, they would kind of start to slide out yes. a little bit and you yes. could feel them. Yes. And, it was and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You could feel mm-hmm. that it was like coming out of your mm-hmm. vajayjay. Or if like for me, I've had moments where I've had like just a rush oh, of yes. a lot yes. out of me yes. and I'm like, oh my God, oh, yeah. my tampon is soaked through yep. and it's probably all over me. Mm-hmm. With a Diva Cup, I've never had anything like that. Because it's Can catching it fall everything. out, though? No. It can't fall out. It's suction cupped to the inside. So with a suction cup, like, that's hard to get out. Even when I, like, pull it out, it takes me a few pulls before I Ooh, can get it out. does that hurt? No. No. Okay. When you, you think it would out, when you say suction cup, but, yeah. like, it doesn't. When you pull it out mm-hmm. and it, like, you pull it, it, does it dump? You have to pull it out over the toilet, right? Yeah. It, it, like, It'll dump out, right? Well, so sometimes I'll do it, like, over the toilet. But other times, if I'm, like, right next to the toilet, you yeah. just pull it out straight. Oh, instead and of, like, pulling it Yeah, instead it of out. being, like, whoop. That's why I was, like, it's like a bucket. Like, it dumps out. <laughs> oh, so you just, like, pull it right out. That was a good suction cup. That voice. was. Thank you. Props to you. <laughs> you. I'm a voice actor. <laughs> Put me in Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Shanghai. Thank, thank you for calling the Disneyland Resort. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just what I do. And it's so easy. And I find that my cramps aren't as bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm using less plastics and paper products. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about how many tampons I need to bring to work. Mm-hmm. If I'm rushing out the door and I don't have any tampons in my bag, yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah. You know? That's true. So now I have two Diva Cups because I lost one. But then I was like, man, I should have two anyways. Yep. Always just in case. Mm-hmm. Always have backup. You can leave one in your school bag or mm-hmm. work bag. Mm-hmm. That way if you do randomly start – because I usually start in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Some people might be different. The thing about it is like people are like, well, what about like if I have to empty out my diva cup like at work? Like you really don't. Yeah. You start and end your day at home. Right. Or in a place where you're comfortable sleeping. Yeah. Like yes. if you're at your girlfriend's house, they have a restroom where a sink and a toilet are in one room. Right. Yes. And there's also like – I know that there's bathrooms at our work mm-hmm. where there's – a sink and a toilet in, the, in, in one an spot. spot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've definitely like been at work and been like, I feel like something's going on and yeah. I've taken my diva cup out at work. Yeah. As long as I'm in one of those stalls. Right. You know? Sure. So here's a question. Okay. Like I remember with tampons, like mm-hmm. if you're if you're not bleeding enough, mm-hmm. it kind of hurts to go up because it's like dry mm-hmm. and like pulling yeah. it out dry hurts. Yes. Is that the same with the diva cup? So my diva cup, like if I'm if I'm not having a heavy flow, yeah. and I'm not naturally like lubricated. Yes. I just wet it with warm water. Oh, that's smart. And it's you fine. Can pop it, which you can't do with the tampon. Exactly. It, yeah, that's true. Unless well. Plastic applicators, I feel like, are easier. But yeah, man, I think everyone should just try it. That's a good idea. Just try a Diva Cup. It's just so affordable, yeah. too. It's so ridiculously affordable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tampons are so <clears throat> expensive. Yes. And they're just like – and even if you're like, I want to help the environment, but I still want to use a tampon. The organic ones are so expensive. Way more expensive. And you have to buy so many of them. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I feel like 
every period I would go through like a whole box of tampons. Oh, 100%. You know Easily. what I mean? Easily. And then even like after and before when you have like that excess that's coming out, I'm like, I still need to use more tampons. Mm-hmm. So then you have like your box of like light tampons. Then you yep. have regular tampons. And then you have really like super, super, du- yeah. super duper plus times yeah, a million tampons. That's true. And I'm like, I can't like keep up with all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that like I don't understand first of all why tampons are so expensive. Oh my god, yeah. It really like makes me mad. Yeah. Thinking about it's true. just being a woman mm-hmm. needing to buy this product because I'm literally like bleeding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm shedding in there mm-hmm. and like I need this product mm-hmm. and it's so expensive. Yeah. You know? It is. I know that like across college campuses and like things like that they're trying to make like condoms and tampons like free yeah easily accessible mm-hmm. i know some places that our job like you can't get free tampons right. from like i think in like the hotels they have like free tampon yeah and pad dispensers oh, nice. which is awesome yeah and great to know mm-hmm. but it's just like gosh it's so frustrating well and also like even the free ones like i remember in school i would use free like the dispensers or something mm-hmm. but they're cardboard applicators which like if you're a guy and or you don't use tampons or whatever, like shoving a roll of cardboard up, up yourself, your vagina, like hurts. Comfortable, it hurts. Yes, like, it's not. It's not fun. No, plastic applicators, like you don't really feel. But no. like cardboard, yes, it's like, like going up. Freaking like, sucks. Uh-uh. No, it hurts. And like our skin down there is the same type of skin as on our face. So Ooh, it's so very sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like you can't you can't be messing with that. Yeah, no. So I don't know. Hey, guys. So the next story is Laura Joe talking about her first time getting a Brazilian wax. And I didn't know how to transition. So I just put this in. It's really funny. OK, bye. I did it once and I was so uncomfortable. Oh, you didn't like it? I like painful uncomfortable or just like uncomfortable uh, at the process? Oh, I was for sure like I had tears in my eyes. No. He <laughs> was like, oh, because like, oh. my roommate was like, my roommate was like, I get waxed all the time. I have like a membership here. Like mm. you should try Did it. You and I was like, wax yep. yep. And I was like, you're right, girlfriend. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I believe in myself. Yeah. And I for sure got a McFlurry afterwards because I was like, I need comfort food. No. I was like, I was like tearing up because it was like yanking mm-hmm. and hurting. Mm-hmm. But also like I'm very private with my private parts yes, like yes, 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 yes. the only person who sees it is my boyfriend yes exactly and like yes. me yep. I I'm not even a person like if my friends are like let's go skinny dip like I don't well, okay sure, sure you know sure. what I mean yeah, yeah. like my friends are constantly asking me to go skinny <laughs> dipping as well god I wish they would stop yeah, requesting please. that from me it's weird <laughs> that all my guy friends always ask me to go skinny dipping with them and it's totally platonic <laughs> you gotta hate it it's <laughs> the freaking worst <laughs> but yeah so I'm like I'm very private so to have a stranger be down there but then I had to up remind it. yeah like all up in mm-hmm. your but then mm-hmm. I remind myself like okay they do this every day they like see they see hundreds yep if not thousands Literally. of vaginas yep and I'm just one in a million one. of of their list well you and know? the worst part is the 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 most painful part is the top mm-hmm. that top section Oof. like on Oof. right on the pubic bone yeah that's the most painful but then the most intimate is when you're underneath yeah like or the booty hole oh my god yeah that is the one i'm always like kind of like are you okay because like, are i'm you okay sure that's me. i'm literally laying there and i'm always just like dude i'm okay but are you okay like i'm fine saying so <laughs> knees to chest but like are you okay doing this like are you cool like with it? are you getting paid enough for this that's always my thing i'm like are you being fairly compensated yeah, like because like, what is your rate i'm sitting here just like oh. knees up talking about my Chilling. plans i'm like i'm heading to stagecoach for the weekend like i'm wanting to be nice I'm and go swimming a lot it's always, it's always like it's always like in the waxing room it's like you're giving the explanation as to why you're doing yeah. it like it's like yeah. I need this because I'm going on vacation like you're no. never just like it's a Tuesday it's always like oh it's like a special occasion no literally the one time I got always. waxed it was because I was gonna go see my boyfriend who I was dating in San Luis Obispo yes. and I was like it's our anniversary yes. and like but then I ended up it was my first time getting waxed so I had like red mars oh, yeah, yeah. I like, and no. I was like don't touch me yeah. like I'm so sensitive so yeah no, you always have to be like, oh, this is just like, it's like only in preparation for something yeah, else. Yeah, like, like, I don't need this for convenience. Me. We always say it's for the convenience. It's like, no, you want to be like a nigga walnut down there. Yeah, like, come don't on. lie. Don't lie. You want to be slip and slide. You like, know what? You, you, you want to be cute for yourself. Yeah. You like, want to be cute for it. yourself. Yes. So I was like, it's just like, like, I don't want to shave all weekend. I was like, I don't yeah. really want to bring my razor. No. <laughs> Literally. Like, that's what it is. I'm just it's really so freaking funny. lazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
like literally like tucked oh, in a ball nice. getting my booty hole waxed and I'm just like girl can't wait for Luke Bryan like, it's gonna, gonna be, be so, so crazy <laughs> I'm gonna get so drunk here's what I'm gonna drink all weekend yeah, I'm like do you want to see my itinerary while you're down there and she's like can you just shut up and let me wax you like are you okay? Oh, my God. And I want to think, like, what do they think about when they're down there? Because, you know, when you're doing a job and you're just, oh, like, yeah. aimlessly thinking. Yep. And, but I'm up here, like, oh, my God, she's judging me. Like, yeah. Ah. I'm like, how does it smell down there? <laughs> yeah, like, like, what I'm did so I do? sorry. What did I yeah. eat this weekend? <laughs> yeah, literally. And then you're, like, getting, they're, like, we'll leave you here to get dressed. And then you get dressed and you go pay and you're both just kind of, like, you just <laughs> And then literally you make eye contact. Saw. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like. I'm not kidding. My, um, what were they called? They were, um, not an esthetician. I'm sure they had an official title, mm-hmm. but I'm going to call her Waxer. Mm-hmm. My Waxer, Katie, at European Wax Center in Brea, shout out. Um, <laughs> she, like, I'm like, you have seen my vagina in more detail than I have. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what yeah. it looks like down there. Yes. And also, I didn't know that I had hair in certain places. Like, I thought I was bald. Yeah. Like, up up the, up the booty crack? You're not. Apparently not. Apparently, we do Apparently hair goes everywhere. Apparently, we do something. Yeah. I literally am like, so, it's so weird. Like, I just don't. And then you, like, put your underwear back on, and you're just kind of like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm a big fan of waxing. I love that. I'm a big fan. Maybe and when the top I get older. Hurts, but, like, not that bad. I don't know. Oh, no. Did they tweeze you? Yes. Oh. Uh, they were like, I'm just going to get the few hairs that were left. And I was I'm like, leave them. Yeah. I have like red eyes. I'm like puffy. I'm like, okay. I'm literally like, it adds character. Just leave them. <laughs> like, do not pluck those, please. But then it's like you're paying all this oh, money. God. So then I'm just laying there like. I'm like, I might as well. Yeah. I'm paying mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. But good. it does get you real. Yeah. Oh. Real smooth. Yep. For a while. Yep. I 100, but I just can't. Yeah, no, you won't go back. I, no, maybe not not for a while. Yeah. Maybe something will change. Mm-hmm. Or I'll make more money one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. That's that's actually a good, I just stopped because I was like, literally like $65 plus tip. Mm-hmm. And like, I got a tip, Katie. Yeah, you like, gotta, Katie, you gotta. Katie's doing the Lord's yeah, work down she, there. Like, that is not easy, I'm sure. <laughs> she's got, she's got one of the harder jobs oh, on the 100%. List. And like, I'm sure everyone's pubes are like, not the same as their head. Yeah. Like, their hair on their head. Yeah. But like, mine is starkly different. Like, there's no way that she's just like, easy peasy lemon literally like, I can see like, the veins in her biceps, like, to yank oh it up. Like, it is not easy down there. And I'm glad that she, like, yes. I'm glad that she gets a nice little tip. Bless Katie. Yeah, bless Katie. Take yourself out to sushi that yeah. night. There's, like, a pig berry next door. I'm like, girl, yeah. please tell some photo after that one. <laughs> I'm like, put some ice on well. it. You will be sore. She's, like, telling me. She's like, be sure to ice. You're going to be sore. And I'm like, no, bitch, you ice. <laughs> like, you're going to be sore after this. <laughs> like, do you need I can't even imagine being your waxer. I would just... Like, I imagine you making funny commentary, though. Oh, I try and lighten the mood because it's like, I yes. feel bad for her. Yeah, I that's really good do. of you. I was so not easy. To- yeah, no, I always try and tell jokes because, like, with. your face is in my booty. <laughs> I just, like, secretly crying. Yeah, you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just dead-ass silent, like, oh, God. <laughs> and then she's so she's talking to me, and I'm she's like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, no. <laughs> we don't talk about it. That's so sad. You're making little noise. You're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, like I was so tense the whole time, and yeah. you're in this awkward position, yeah. And your your bottom yeah. half is all out, all and out. I'm like, yeah. you know, yep. and like fully lights on because they need to see what they're doing. Yes, like yes. Big fluorescent lights. I'm pretty sure I have wrinkles from that one. Yeah. <laughs> On my forehead. Like this one right here, that's for my waxing. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's really funny. Oh, yeah, God. no. Uh, honestly, like getting waxed is like kind of a funny thing when you yeah, think about it. Like, yeah. And it's funny that we do it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we prefer to have that be like a barren oh, thing 100%. rather than be natural. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It's so funny. And also, then other people are like all natural. And I'm like, I have my, I have my own feels on yeah. it, you know? I feel more comfy when it's at least cleaned up. Yeah. I also recommend if you're going to get waxed, like grow it out for a while. Because the yes. longer it is, the less painful it is. Yeah. I didn't grow mine out for that long. See, that might have been why it was so painful. So. Because I ain't got no problem growing that out. Really? Like real long. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I, – I, the longer it is, the easier it is to like deal with it and it mm-hmm. comes out. It's like the hair – it's almost like the hair on your head. 
Like when you really? pull it out, you can hardly hear. You can hardly feel it. I can hardly hear it. <laughs> but when I pull my eyebrows out, they're like. Wow, they are oh my so gosh. loud. House party. It's so annoying. <laughs> I'm like, be quiet over there. Yeah, I'm like, pipe down. We're just trying to go out for the weekend. <laughs> You're getting ahead of boy. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be a cute boy. And I want to see that I have a stash too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. Ah, that's funny. Wow. Good times. Glory Joe. Riley Joe. You're a hoot. Thank <laughs> you for that. You're a hoot. Like, you're so funny. I feel like you always say that to me. And I don't I'm always like, I don't, I don't know if I'm that funny. No, because I just you are. Exist. No, you are. You're really funny. It makes me happy. Like, whenever you talk, I'm just like, I think you're very funny. That girl knows what's up. Like, that girl knows what's up. I know what's up. The, I, I know what's good. Dramatic, but she's oh. all knowing. <laughs> she's omnipotent. Omniscient. Oh, my. Omnipotent. I think both. Well, maybe, maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> you're both. Listen, podcasts. Um, I don't know. Wow. Well, once again, <clears throat> she is a professional voiceover <laughs> artist, and I cannot believe that I had her on the podcast. That is such an honor. Talking about all the biz. Talking about all the biz. Talking about diva cups and periods. This is fun. And condoms and birth control. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. Raw Real stuff. deep. If you can't talk about this kind of stuff, what can you talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like, just be real with each other. If you can't talk about this, <laughs> shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't Literally, talk to me. Do not speak to me if you cannot talk about this. Get out of my house. I don't want you in here. You're bringing down my mood. <laughs> wow, well, thank you so much, Laura Jo. You're welcome. You're the best. You're the best. I hope you come back on. And talk, I hope you start your oh own gosh. podcast. Oh. You'd be so Ooh. good at it. You'd I be don't know. so good at it. I'm lazy. <laughs> but you want to know something? I'm lazy, so I get waxed. <laughs> It's fun. It's easy. How easy is that? You set it up. It's so yeah, easy. Yeah, you're right. Look at you all just those record it. easy peasy buttons. It's going to be good. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you, Laura Jo. I love you You're too. so cute. Okay. Come back soon. Okay. Bye-bye, my little Shanghai voice of artist. Shanghai Disney. <laughs> Do you hear tell, that? Tell everyone to have a magical day. Okay. <clears throat> have a magical day. Let's end the podcast. Bye-bye. Done. Done. <laughs> Up top, girl. Up top. That was lit. That was- uh. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. I know I thoroughly enjoyed recording it with Laura Joe, and um, I appreciate you guys listening as always. Feel free to like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play, wherever you choose to listen. Please leave me a rating or a review. It really, really helps the podcast. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Riley Carroll. I appreciate it so much. All right. I love you guys. And I will talk to you soon. Recording from my new apartment. I will catch you next time on The Life of Riley.